Insert disc two. You know, we should just briefly, this is a sidebar. What do you think about it? Okay, so here's this game that's over $3,500. We live in an age where, much like I did, since I don't own this game, I emulated it. Uh, and it emulates flawlessly, and it plays perfectly for the most part. Where do you where do you set on paying? Would you ever pay that much for a game that you really wanted? I mean, is there a game that you wanted so bad you would? Because you've got a collection, mm -hmm. a nice collection, I might add, of some rare titles like the twenty six hundred and, and a few others. Would uh, have you paid big money for collectible games in the past? And would you do it again? I have. I don't think I've ever bought a reproduction cartridge, ever. Um, if there was a game that, if I if I was a big guy that still played a lot of stuff on original hardware, which I'm not anymore, but I used to be, uh, and somebody made a, a a cartridge version of a game that I really wanted to play, that I'd probably lean more towards buying one that was a translation of a game that didn't come out here in the states. For example, uh, the sequel to Earthbound for the Super Nintendo was called Mother Two. Right. Um, so like a fan translated yeah, game fan that translated. was released on a cartridge. Yeah, yeah. I would pro I would probably go for that more than buying a a reproduction version of a really rare game. Would you spend if you had the money? Would you spend like, if this game came out and you saw it? It was let's say you had a good break on it, you could get like twenty five hundred bucks. Would you think about it? Never. Never. I would never pay that much for anything gaming related. Is your, what's your all-time favorite game? Would you pay top dollar for it if you saw it? No. Really? It doesn't matter what it is. I mean, the most I would probably spend on any one game is about 100 bucks. It's tough to justify. Now, granted, me and you neither of us are rich people. But it is tough to justify paying that much money for a game that... and. Depending on where you stand on piracy, this is a game like this. I mean, you literally have a zero percent chance of coming across one. Mm -hmm. It's tough to pay that much money on a game that you could pay that you could play through, say, uh, an emulator or through a, uh, a, a uh, an emulation card that goes in your machine, an SD cards in a solution. Yeah. Now, when we're talking about arcade machines and pinball machines, obviously the number I'm willing to spend is going to increase. Sure, but for any for proper any, hardware, yeah, yeah. any console game. I think a hundred bucks is about as much as I pay for anything. I understand. I understand. You know, it's it's a, a apparently more and more people are willing to spend more and more money on these uh, on these games. I mean, and, and there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It just I, I find it sort of fascinating actually. I mean, uh, I was listening to a show earlier, and a fellow just casually mentioned that he had some of those uh, NES uh, or was it Super Nintendo the Sports Arena ones, whatever they were called, the super rare. Mm -hmm. You know, the ones. Just, and I thought. You know, he's like, I dug through my stack and pulled this out, and here it is. And I thought to myself, wow, you know, you must be a very wealthy person to be able to just to casually have that stuff sitting around, mm -hmm. you know, to and, and to be able to spend the money, thousands of dollars on one cartridge. I mean, really, what are you going to do with it? It's going to sit on your shelf because it's, it's a valuable commodity. Now, if you're collecting this stuff too, as an investment, you know, it's, it's not the worst idea on some of this stuff. It, I, it could be one of the worst ideas, though. It depends. I mean, you just never know... You know, you know while, it, while we're on the subject, this is sort of off topic, but just for fun, the, uh, w the retro scene is huge. We were talking about the earlier about the, the, the Turbo Graphics here uh, was a very collectible console. And uh, for whatever reason, and you could probably think of several, that, that the retro uh, scene has gotten gotten even bigger, right? We And we both know that with arcade and pinball machines as well. All that stuff has gone way up. Do you see a ceiling, and is the ceiling coming? Well, no. I mean, obviously... People are going to, 
you, like, you mean like, is there going to be a is imaginary the, dollar amount where people say I've spent all I can no, spend I mean, and I can't there, spend no more? Are we going to see a point? Are we going to see a high water mark where this starts to, where the values of these things start to come back to earth? Oh, we've already and, se- we've already seen that for some things. Like the Atari Twenty Six Hundred market has already peaked. So you think what you're saying is you think that um, these things will how the higher water mark will come depending on what the systems yeah. age is, for example. I think that that has something to do with it, and I think that the um, there there is a zeitgeist where you have you know the internet and social media, and I think that the the culture sort of embraces a system for a time and then moves on to something else. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you know, of course, N- N- Nintendo was genius for coming up with the idea of the NES and the SNES Mini. While they didn't continue to make those into perpetuity and ma- and print money, literally, I have no idea. Um, but things like that. Are, have the potential to decrease the original hardware because if you can go out to your store and you can buy an, a NES Mini that has all of the games that you played when you were a kid, modern ports, yeah, with yeah. modern ports, that's that's a big deal. Um, I think that you're only going to see the price for pinball machines and arcade machines go up uh, because those are things that are that are subject to the the weathers of time a lot more than a cartridge is. Yeah. Every year, those things literally fall apart due to dry rot and things <laughs> and like that. And we both know all yeah. about that. Yeah, uh, you're, you know, I never thought about the the age of the console versus the value of the, of its collectors. Because I mean, a good example is the Turbo Graphics or like the Saturn. These are systems that were not that collectible just even say five years ago, mm-hmm. and now both have blown up uh, substantially uh, in the past year or two. And uh, I guess as people discover them or whatnot, who knows? It's 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 fascinating. If I was a big time collector, you know, I there's probably a dollar to be made. But I mean, I it, that's much like I come from a comic book background, and I knew people that invested heavily in comics as a as a as a commodity, mm-hmm. and they all got uh, took a bath. Right. You know, it's very difficult to gauge what people are going to want in ten years and what things are going to yeah, be worth. Yeah, and investing in collectibles is, is is usually a bad idea. Uh, I know, for example, uh, Magic: The Gathering. You know, the, yeah. those cards; those are high, you know, high, high, high dollar cards. If you get some of those older cards, but every year China gets better and better and better at making the fake ones. Yeah. And you know, at some point, it's going to reach a time where you won't be able to tell the real ones from the fake ones. And that you run into that with Game Boy cartridges. You know, like the all the really collectible Game Boy cartridges they're all being uh, produced illegally in China and hmm. sold as original really yeah I didn't know that. now uh, I, I'm assuming since you come from it you used to collect record albums mm-hmm. is it is there a similar is that a similar market where the price is because uh, I hear all about uh, vinyl how big it is right do you see a ceiling coming and do you on that stuff well I think that the I think that with record albums it's a little bit different because record albums are harder to produce mass market uh, you know, it's easy, for example, for a factory to crank out fake Game Boy cartridges. Mm-hmm. It's harder to fake record albums. It's the the ins- the financial incentive isn't there mm-hmm. because it's not as okay. easy to make money. Another thing that is, I think, is going to hurt the collectability of record albums is so many things are being reissued in exactly the same way that they were issued first. And so, for example, if you can get an original Beatles, like Please Please Me from 1963, uh, the black and yellow Parlophone label, that is like the, the first pressing of a Beatles, the full Beatles record, um, they actually produce an exact replica of that now. And so it's like, why would you want to pay more for something that's going to give you inferior sound quality other than the collectability of the thing? It gets real wacky once that stuff starts. Yeah, yeah. When you get exact duplicates. Yeah. 
it's crazy stuff. It's out of my league, that's for sure. But it's, it's still interesting to, to pawn. And I, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but the whole reason why I got out of collecting record albums is sort of like you and the Vectrex. I got so scared whenever I would play these records that I would accidentally scratch one as I was putting the needle on it or something yeah. like that. This, um, this is why I'm afraid to collect for systems like the Saturn or, mm-hmm. the, or the CD32. It's because... Uh, or even for floppy disks is because there's a there's a timetable that is going to uh, tick down quicker for those because their seat their the media is um, easily damaged you know and uh, and of course the Vectrex is, is just an old crazy thing with a bunch of crazy electronics going on and I am paranoid about you're mm-hmm. right uh, it's collecting can be uh, you've got to, uh, for me I try to keep um, this show has been good for me because I keep everything in in uh, in front of me. I like I try to play all of the games that I can on original hardware because I've got it, mm-hmm. and it's been good incentive to me to for me to get the hardware out, dust it off, put the games in and play them. And uh, this show, part of the reason I was gung ho for it was just about to get my stuff out and play it because it's a good it's a good reason to do it. Yeah, you know? yeah. So 